0: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your
1: car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the
0: app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, today's show is brought to you in part by our Patreon page at BobSuskaShow.com. It is the best way to support this podcast you can sign up for as little as a dollar a month or as much as $15 a month in fact if you sign up at the $15 per month level you're going to get our Tuesday and Thursday shows presented without commercials we take out all the annoying commercials for you plus you also get two post-mortem mini shows recorded after the credits on our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts. and you're also going to get the subscription only after party podcast on Fridays with me and Kimberly Johnson all of its revealing discussions about sex drugs rock and roll and politics again that's Bob Seska or click 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 the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin.
1: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
0: I'm sorry my opponent didn't think enough of you to show up for this debate. I'm sure he had more important things to do. Oh, oh, <laughs> once, once, once. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late, everyone. Somebody tampered with my brakes. <gasps> well, then you should have been early.
1: Hey, <laughs> got you there, eh?
0: Oh, come on, people. This man has promised round the clock trash pickup. That's impossible. Not if we hire more men. And my men will do all your messy jobs. They'll wash your car, scrub your shower, air out your stinkables. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Well, then you better turn up your hearing aid, Pops. Pops? I'm only two years older than you. Do we want old man Patterson here with his finger on the button? What button? What the hell are you talking about? What what button? Where am I? Who took my false teeth? (laughs) All right, fine if you want an experienced public servant vote for me but if you want to believe a bunch of crazy promises about garbage men cleaning your gutters and waxing your car then by all means vote for this sleazy lunatic Woo-hoo! Bob Seska. if you vote for me all of your wildest dreams will come true the Bob Seska Show. There's a debate tonight from a nation's capital. It is Tuesday, September 29, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, how you doing? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Oh, wow. Hello. <laughs> Day 1,349 of the Trump crisis. 35 days until the 2020 presidential election. Holy shit, five weeks from right now. Mm-hmm. Get voting, people. All right, sitting right over there, it's my good friend, Buzz Burbank. Hi, Buzz. Air out our stinkables. <laughs> I know I was hoping
1: you would catch that one. Oh, hi everybody. Hi. hi Hi everybody. Hi Bob or or should I call you Captain? <laughs> yes, please. Captain <laughs> Scary Pants. Uh as you know, he's Bob, I'm Buzz and we are refusing to promise a peaceful transition of power if we lose in the next podcast awards. <laughs> well, yeah, as Bob mentioned, the big debate is tonight. Uh I'm I'm uh, serving refreshments at my house. Uh popcorn and vodka
0: <laughs> me too you, you, you <laughs> never you know.
1: know you never know uh man we have sure learned a lot this week about uh mm-hmm. trump's taxes yes we do. As, as it turns out uh, he spent nearly seventy-five thousand dollars on hairstyling and if you think about it that makes sense because it's not cheap to rent heavy equipment <laughs>
0: Yeah, that big dairy swirl, man. Take some effort.
1: Move it in, boys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trump's taxes uh, revealed also this week that yep. he's not not rich after all. Mm-hmm. Turns out he can't even afford to own one lib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. There's one for the vault.
1: That's how, how broke he is. <laughs> in fact, Trump's taxes reveal he is so broke, uh-huh. uh, Melania's prenup is now worth more on eBay. <laughs> That's what I heard. And this is exciting. We now it's now been revealed. We now know uh, how the New York Times got Trump's taxes. Mm-hmm. It turns out they were intercepted by Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit. Hey, it's Rocky Mountain Mike on this fine, fine Tuesday. How does it feel to be one of the guys? His tax returns.
1: What are you going to say? Think that he took it quite too far. (laughs)
0: Thousands
1: spent on his spray. No, he's not a rich man. No, he's not a rich man. No, he's not a rich man. No. Nope.
0: big fat fraud is what he is big hey, fraud big lying like, fraud i like that a lot right on the <laughs> yeah, money this week mike no kidding holy shit Yeah, so who would have guessed that Donald Trump was a great big failure and and colossal amounts of debt? Holy God. Never saw this coming. No, not, not once. I mean, who could have guessed that he was making it up all along, this whole thing? Hey, look at me. I'm a successful businessman. And you know the amazing thing about this, Buzz, is I noticed that... Uh, New York Times piece about Donald Trump's tax returns fails to take into consideration all of his other failed businesses like Trump Vodka Trump Steaks or Trump University these were all things that uh, didn't even make
1: the the article (laughs) <laughs> Those are in part two of uh, this morning. <laughs> yeah. No, s- seriously, this morning, uh, the Times took it further, and they actually did get into the steaks and the vodka and the, the Certa mattresses and the McDonald's $1 <laughs> burger and-, and all the other things that Trump has made millions, tens and hundreds of millions of dollars endorsing. Wow. Uh, and, and- and he got that from mm. uh, his exposure on a Celebrity Apprentice. You mean to tell me that we've fallen for a carnival barker? Yeah, and, and that's that's what it turns out to be. Uh, uh, Trump was busted. He was flat ass broke when yeah. Uh, yeah. because he'd spent all daddy's money and more by the time uh, he got landed the gig. And uh, Mark Burnett's idea, the producer of Survivor and then uh, Apprentice. Uh, it was his idea to sort of use the the Trump brand, such as it had been, mm-hmm. and uh, and and then Burnett and his crew quickly <laughs> discovered that. Trump was not as rich as they thought he was, Mm -hmm. so they focused on building that image. So Burnett and Trump built this false image of him as a successful businessman. Mm -hmm. And how many conservatives have you heard from, especially four years ago, uh, who said, oh, but, you know, it's time we got a businessman in there. And you would try to tell them, oh, but he's not a businessman, and they wouldn't listen well, in the words of Don McLean, perhaps they're listening now.
0: Yeah, they sure should. Are you know? And there are things about this article. There are things about what has been exposed here that uh, make me laugh, and mm-hmm. there are things that sure. make me infuriated. It makes oh, it and frightened beyond angry. Yeah, exactly. And then uh-huh. frightened. That's another good one yeah. because we have right. national security concerns oh, with man, all of that debt coming due. The tax returns didn't tell us who that debt is owed to. I mean, that could be all kinds of other foreign actors, some foreign nations that Donald Trump could end up doing under the table deals with going forward in order to absolve that debt. Things that are good for Donald Trump, but terrible for everyone else. And that yeah. is a super-duper uh, concern, and that would, yeah, definitely fall into the fear category.
1: And yeah. then most frightening of, of all, uh, I guess this is sort of good news and bad news. The good news is he probably won't be reelected. The bad news is if he were to be reelected, mm-hmm. most of these debts, most of which would appear to be foreign debts, yeah. would come due. Uh, how do these foreign entities hope that Trump will pay off those debts, when they do come due, they have a couple of choices. They yep. can uh, they can seize his properties mm-hmm. uh, through a bank, or <laughs> or they can perhaps settle for some other favor uh, that would would clear. So yeah, the the and and the founding fathers knew this is their worst nightmare. Uh, they knew that if the president were compromised, so would be the country. That's right. And so we as a nation, you and I, mm-hmm. are compromised uh, against Russia and other autocratic governments. Uh, by them uh, because he is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He is absolutely compromised. And th- the fact that he's been lying all this time about his business status, that alone makes him compromised because any country, any nation right. that has his returns or has right. his additional secret yes. financial information can use that as leverage over him to get things that they want. It's staggering that we got While- to this point with this president knowing how badly compromised he was while he
1: paid this government the u.s government fifteen hundred dollars over two years yeah. 750 yeah. a year he's paid uh millions to uh, both india mm-hmm. and and to uh uh i'm sorry i forgot the the philippines oh yeah philippines. Uh, yeah around 150 thousand uh, dollars to each of them give or take you know 10 but uh he he, you know he's got the he's got these debts these million dollar debts i Mm -hmm. i I meant to say 150 million uh he's got these debts in these foreign countries and they too Could insist on favors. We also know he has business interests and has made profit in and from Russia. Yeah. Uh, And and we you know it's just all those things are still obscured. And
0: people argue. People like (laughs) some people we may know, Buzz, who Uh like Donald Trump will say, "Well, look, he's a businessman, and in business you got to take risks. You got to spend money to make money." But you know what? Anyone can become what Donald Trump has become if they are willing to go this deeply into. Debt, whether it's yeah, whether it's to banks, whether it's to family members, whether it's mm-hmm. to Russian oligarchs, it's very, very simple. To gain Donald Trump's status, if you're willing to just blow off the ramifications of all the things that Donald Trump has done to get to this point, but I mean, for me personally, I'm not wired that way. But what I is, can't even did, imagine 400 what 450 million dollars in debt at least. Trump wants Trump wants to know what is this pride and dignity
1: yeah. of which you speak, right, right? Uh, okay. Because these are concepts <laughs> that are foreign to him, but but common to mm-hmm. most of the rest of us.
0: You remember a thing called Harper's? Index buzz are you familiar with I do. the Harper's yeah, I've index heard, yeah, yeah I
1: remember it being in the news previously yeah
0: Well Greg Oliar who's a, a regular on Twitter is the author of Dirty Rubles An Introduction to Trump Russia uh, plus right. a, two other novels. He put together all the numbers from this New York Times piece in the framing of the Harper's index. So for example zero dollars what billionaire trump paid in federal income tax in 10 of the last 15 years right 750 dollars what trump paid in federal taxes in 2017 $15,598, what Trump paid in taxes to Panama in 2017. Uh 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 $70,000 to style his hair when he was at The Apprentice. (laughs) Using all that heavy machinery, right, Buzz? (laughs) Right. It's not Uh, not cheap. uh, Right. Goes on. $109,000, what Trump wrote off as expenses for uh, silver and linens at Mar-a-Lago in 2017. $130,000, what Trump paid in hush money to Stormy Daniels. It goes on and on and on. And the thing, though, that I zeroed in on with these tax returns and this bombshell report from the New York Times is Donald Trump's failures with these resorts and golf courses and so on, these luxury properties that he owns. So many of them are operating at a significant level loss. True, I mean, like a true. colossal loss. I mean, Trump National Doral, which is loaded with bedbugs, from what we understand. Right, right. right. Uh, the property has gobbled up $162 million in losses. Trump burned through another $213 million on upkeep. The property also has a $125 million mortgage balance coming due in three years. Meanwhile, his golf resorts in Ireland and Scotland have accumulated uh, $63 million in losses according to his tax returns. Trump's hotel in Washington, D.C., located near the White House, has lost more than $55 million as of 2018. Between 08 2008 and 09, during the Great Recession, the Trump Organization itself lost $1.4 billion. Yeah,
1: it can happen to anybody.
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, then Trump exploited that gigantic loss to claim a $73 million tax refund from the IRS, right. which subsequently launched this ongoing audit of Trump's taxes that he he's using it as as a flimsy excuse. Correct. So, so if, he, if he ends up getting the fuzzy end of that IRS audit, he could owe the government 100 million dollars for starters, and right. those numbers jumped out at me for a couple of different reasons. One, it explains why every weekend he goes to one of his golf resorts. He has made over 500 oh, trips. absolutely, right. 500 trips or more to his golf resort, to his various resorts, whether it's Mar-a-Lago, Bedminster, Sterling, etc., costing the American taxpayers more than $1 million. So if you look at it this way, The fact that Trump has paid zero dollars in 10 of the last 15 years in income tax, he has actually taken from the American taxpayers a million times more than the Uh money he's put back into the system. That's how much of a taker Donald Trump is. That's how much of a welfare queen Donald Trump is with all of this shit. It's really quite staggering. But the most, and this falls into the furious category, Buzz. Okay. This also explains why Donald Trump was in such a hurry to reopen in the face of the COVID pandemic. That's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, because as we're all observing, the hospitality industry, which includes Donald Trump's resorts, has been been brutalized because of the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is using American bodies to keep his properties afloat it is is an amazing thing and an infuriating thing to observe. The president is metaphorically grinding, as I wrote this in Salon today, the president is metaphorically grinding down American bodies and fertilizing his golf courses with the remains, hundreds of thousands, of our fellow citizens are dead so Trump can be reelected or so he hopes while generating blood money for his failing 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 golf courses um, you remember after the civil war you remember those days buzz after the <laughs> civil i, I war? do
1: yeah a little the only thing i really remember is it was cold <laughs>
0: After the Civil War, the War Department turned Robert E. Lee's Arlington, Virginia estate into a military cemetery, now known as Arlington National Cemetery. Right. And they decided to bury the Union soldiers as close to the Custis Lee mansion at the top of the hill as possible. If there's any justice remaining in America after this nightmare... Trump should be forced to give up his resorts, and the people we've lost due to his sadism and destruction in the face of COVID should be interred on those lands for free. Nobody, Whereas, nobody, yeah, no, I no, should say, no,
1: fam- no family would want that for their loved
0: ones. Yeah, right. But I, and that is if they, the families even want that, of course. Right. And I should right. have said should be interred on those lands free as G. Gordon Liddy reminds us. That's right. (laughs) not say for free. Not not for
1: free, yeah. Right, right.
0: So at the very least, Trump's resort should be turned into permanent public memorials to the people we've lost uh, due to this virus. He is, again, he is allowing... What Now, 205,000 Americans to die so he can uh-huh. keep his golf resorts above water. And they're not even staying above water. He's not even able to do
1: that. Holy God. That's in addition to compromising the nation and all for the same ends. He has pretended and longed to be a, a wealthy man. Yeah. And sometimes he has been and sometimes he has not. Remember, uh, daddy's money ran out. So uh, Trump uh, got on board with The Apprentice and all those endorsement deals. Mm -hmm. And then The Apprentice money ran out and then he ran for president. As (laughs) as Michael Cohen has explained, and I I think many people agree, that uh, Trump uh, saw this as another branding opportunity. He saw the presidency as the only way to save what he sees as his Im- empire, yeah. he he, you know, he thought this was a way to make money. He's looked at it that way, and in the process, he's accepted money from foreign governments who happily stay at his resorts and hotels, uh, spending way more than they need to, mm. renting more rooms or uh, than they need to. Um and and you know spending lavishly uh, through the food and beverage services at those resorts, yeah, uh, to, to gain favor with the president and he has continued to profit from this as president. Uh, as you pointed out, he's taken uh, from from the country, taken money from the country, mm-hmm. and as you also point out, he has cost uh, perhaps hundreds of thousands of lives in in so doing. so uh, you know, add this to the list. Uh, of, of things, of reasons to defeat him yeah. and reasons to investigate him.
0: Yeah, and don't forget, the election is already underway. We talk a lot about yes. November 3rd, but things have been underway for some time now. So this was well-timed. This is, uh, I think, going to make a difference in how people vote. It may not change anything significantly in terms of the polling, but people are remembering this as they wait in line uh, to go in and early vote, as they uh, fill out their absentee ballots and their vote-by-mail ballots, etc. People are hearing this information, and they're deciding based on that. They may tell pollsters one thing, but in the privacy of their home, with no one else looking, they're casting their ballot, and hopefully they're casting their ballots against this guy. In fact, 860,000 Americans have already voted so far. Those are people who have heard the Bob Woodward revelations. Those are people who heard suckers and losers. Those are people who uh, certainly heard this. They heard the the Republicans doing this uh, reneging on their Supreme Court uh, confirmations and so on. So this is all important stuff.
1: And this uh, increase in voting by mail has moved us from uh, what had been October surprises, and there can still be October surprises, but now we also have September surprises because that's when voting actually starts. Right and uh, it, it, everybody's paying attention to this election according to the polls. I mm-hmm. mean, and when I say everybody, I mean uh, record percentages of Americans are engaged in some way uh, mm-hmm. in, in in the the days that followed. Immediately followed Ginsburg's death. Uh, Voter registration shot up by sixty-eight percent.
0: Holy shit!
1: So, uh, in addition to the things you were just listing, mm. and and this uh, uh, Democratic uh, in, engagement in this election uh, appears at this point to be much greater than it is among Republicans. Uh, yeah, we're seeing yeah. more more resolve among Democrats, uh, especially on the issue of the Supreme Court justice. Uh, far uh, a much 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 higher percentage of Democrats see the Supreme court as an important issue in this election and uh, a much smaller, like one in four Republicans sees it as an important issue in this election. Yeah. So uh, the, the troops are fired up and ready to go. He has all but lost this election.
0: By the way, 37% of voters said the Senate should confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme court. While 34% said she should not be confirmed. 29 29- Didn't know or didn't have an opinion about that.
1: Sadly, tragically, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 40% said Barrett should only receive a vote if Trump is reelected. 39% said she uh, should be confirmed as soon as possible, no matter what. And 20% didn't have an opinion. But uh, speaking of numbers, let's go back to the uh, Harper's Index for the (laughs) New York Times piece. A few more numbers here for you. Okay. $125 million. That's the mortgage on the Doral Golf Course due in three years. $287 million, that's the amount Trump has stiffed lenders 2010 to the present day. 287 million dollars Jesus God. 315 million dollars losses from Trump's golf courses since 2000 as we were saying before 421 million dollars that's the amount in loans that are coming due in the next four years that Trump has personally guaranteed 427 million dollars that's the revenue Trump earned from the apprentice 915 million dollars losses Trump claimed on his tax returns in 1995 so there's a, a few uh, Harper's Index numbers there for you from the yeah, yeah
1: and yeah. and and Forbes Forbes has weighed in on this as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, its expert says very reliably that Trump's actual debts are 1.1 billion dollars.
0: Holy God! Holy more shit. than
1: more than double the number that the times is reporting based on the tax records it has before it and yes all of these are coming to do coming due and uh, among them you mentioned the uh, possible 100 uh, million dollar tax bill that mm-hmm. trump is facing from the irs uh, this guy is about to face a terrible end, uh, I believe. I
0: really, really hope so, because he deserves it. He deserves that uh, yes, that yes, particular end, that's for Especially sure. Especially
1: considering the cost of American lives, as you cited.
0: Yeah, now imagine what would happen to Donald Trump if those 62 million people in 2016 who voted for right. him suddenly realized they were all scammed by like a world-class well, con artist. If there's one thing Donald them. Trump knows how to do, it's how to con people, and that's Man- what he has successfully done. He's conned all these people into thinking that he's a successful at first, man.
1: <laughs> at first, at first, yeah. I think that number. We are, first of all, we know that the number of people who buy into that is much smaller now. We also uh, know that a certain percentage of those people will never move off that position. Right. right. That, that they will, they will go down with that. They, you know, that to the very end, they will go yeah. to their deaths uh, believing. Uh, that Trump is a, a great businessman and a, a great patriot God. and there's there's no reaching them and And I'm so glad you brought that up because I almost forgotten that was one of the things I wanted to, to talk about this week. yeah is is the the tendency of uh, Democrats uh, uh, who are used to getting burned and and I want to lay the foundation for this that you know uh, we're so used, we've gotten so used to losing mm-hmm. over the, over the last four years that sometimes we miss a win when we see one yeah. or when it, when it presents itself, and we really need to be careful about that because we're going we're gonna to trip ourselves up, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it, And one of the objections that I hear in this pessimism, which I understand, is, well, none of the Trump supporters will buy it. The Red Hats will still believe in him, and and, and that's true. They yeah. will. Mm-hmm. But today is the day, ladies and gentlemen, today is the day, we stop caring about that. Yeah. Because they are a political minority. And although we must respect minorities of all kinds, we don't have to do the same for a political minority for mm-hmm. for for ideologues. Uh for kinds of people, yes, but for ideologues no. Yeah. Uh and and they are a minority. They are in many ways, they, they will be a concern even after the election. We will have to deal with them, and, and I understand that that could, could get rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to their having a voice, or for that matter, what they think, I don't care anymore. I've stopped caring. <laughs> right. I've stopped caring what they think. Mm-hmm. And I recommend that that the rest of us stop caring what they think or how they react to these things. They're almost a non-factor in this election as numerous as they may be. And like I said, we'll have to deal with them socially after this is over. But a lot of them, as happened after Nixon, will shrink away, fade away. We'll always have the nuts out there. They're not going away. Mm -hmm. But but, uh, a lot of people are going to back down and uh, not talk about their Trump-supporting days when this is over.
0: You know, some of my Never Trumper friends have right. advised that the best thing to do when it comes to the Red Hats, when it comes to just dealing with Trump's core supporters, right. is to just walk past them, laugh and point. We've come to a
1: terrible place when we can't even bother to communicate with, with someone. Yeah. Because, uh, as, a, as a, someone said to me recently, you can't turn a dog into a cat. <laughs> Uh, that's true And, and uh, I guess that's a countrified way of saying mm-hmm. That uh, you're not going to change these folks mm-hmm. And uh, if, if as, I, Again And I've said this uh, time and again uh, For years now you can't debate with conservatives who believe the sky is green but yeah. the sky is blue. You're never going to change their minds. They're convinced it's green. Mm-hmm. You can you can debate with anyone who wants to argue about the shade of blue in the sky. But if someone says it's green, they're nuts. Don't engage. Do not engage. Yeah, your-
0: I would say between what for like between five and ten percent of voters right now are still undecided about yeah, this election, maybe. and maybe I feel five- like those maybe are the better people to engage with as far as trying to convince them although that endeavor can also be quite painful because those people those i mean i can't believe they still exist but there are people who just don't know well biden donald trump fascism freedom i don't know but they can tend to be absolutely insufferable so good luck Good luck yeah, on that no, front, too.
1: I, I understand that. And yeah. a lot of those folks are both sidesers, uh, Right. People who see fault in both sides. That's why they can't decide. They don't like their choices. What you have to gently do, and there's an art to this. You can't. You can't, we can't be as blunt with them as we are with each other and mm-hmm. expect to succeed. You need to know that. You just can't. Yeah. You cannot be as blunt with them as we are with each other. It will not work. In fact, it will backfire. So there is a gentler way to handle this. But what what you need to do is to present to them the degree of difference. Yeah. Uh, between one another not just the fact that they are not the same but just how very different they are mm-hmm. by by what wide margins they differ that's right. uh and and i think that's the way to to and if you can influence just one of those voters you've really accomplished something
0: well there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to trump's tax returns also we have to talk about brad parscale for no other reason but for me to be able to play this <laughs> Um, um, Pascal had a bit of a run in yesterday, suffice to say. We're going to talk about he, that in just a second.
1: He, yeah. He 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 didn't even bother to put an A shirt on.
0: His fly was down. His fly was down. and That's a thing now, I guess, with so, uh, Trumpers. they just, A fly is always down. Uh, that's so
1: like every edition of Cops you've ever seen.
0: It really, really was. Okay, there uh, has never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks on hand. From increasing uh, group events to school reopenings to the approaching fall flu season, wearing a face mask is the first line of defense against getting sick, right? Right. And with continued wildfires in the West, which negatively impacts air quality across the entire nation, there is even more need for protection when you go outside. The director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress recently that wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical grade protection and only FDA authorized respirator face masks provide the quality required for it. The NewDealShop.com Shop.com has FDA authorized respirator face masks ready to ship now. Trust the mask medical professionals are using. Go to thenewdealshop.com, get FDA-authorized U.S.-tested respirator face masks now with free immediate shipping for my listeners. Bulk pricing is available so you can get the mask you need affordably and quickly. Go to thenewdealshop.com now and get FDA-authorized respirator masks. Keep yourself and your family safer and healthier this fall. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. Come on, come on. Thank you. There needs to be a lot more of this on the radio these days. Uh, certainly in the Spotify Top 100, as we discussed last week. But this is Brad Brooks from the Bay Area. This is a song called "God Save the Cities," brand new single from Brad. It's an incredible song. I love this music. Get ready to hear a lot more from Brad Brooks in the uh, uh, weeks ahead. This is gonna be exciting. Nobody, yeah. nobody said you can't still rock. <laughs> That's absolutely true. In fact, we're going to be rocking all over the place uh, on Sunday when we do the next Indie Music Countdown. Yeah. yeah, all the songs from the past month that we played here on the show played in their entirety. Uh, that is the Indie Music Countdown. You can get it at the Bob Seska Show feed, wherever you get your podcasts. So thanks for doing that. Also, BobSuska.com slash music if you want to submit your songs. And don't forget to support all the indie bands here in the show by clicking the links and so on and buying their music on the podcast pages at bobseska.com. All At the
1: risk of repeating myself, I think what you're doing here is just brilliant. And the show is... Uh, So wonderful! I mean, what a great collection of music every Mm -hmm. single month, and you you really should just hit play and let them let them play one into the other. Uh, You've got music for days uh, to listen to, and it's all just incredibly good. Uh, I don't know of any other show like it. So kudos to you, my friend.
0: Yeah, coming up on the indie music countdown, there's going to be I would say fifty to seventy five percent more Buzz Burbank on this (laughs) (laughs) upcoming indie music countdown. Can't wait for that too. it's seeping into everything you do (laughs) (laughs) well it needs it everything needs a little buzz don't you know well yeah yeah I know I know including watching the debate tonight by the way oh Uh, my god I'm I'm gonna need a little buzz watching that debate tonight because, (laughs) because by the way I know by the time you hear this the debate's gonna be over so I gotta ask everyone listening in a question how ridiculous was Trump, uh, you people of the future? <laughs>
1: it's true. Going into this, we pretty much know what to expect. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there, there are some factors to consider. Uh, you know, both uh, even even in hindsight, mm-hmm. and 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 that is uh, the Chris Wallace's pledge to try to, to lay low. Let's see if he he's done that. Let's. That's something you want to check on your list to see if that that happened. Yeah. Uh, and and that that Biden had the most to lose. Both men are prone to gaffes uh, pretty much equally well no that's not fair but it, it depends on whether you count lies as gaffes i suppose <laughs> that's true Because uh, only one one of them compulsively lies mm-hmm. uh but but they both they both risk saying something that could really hurt them they both do yeah uh I, i'm confident i think biden's ready for this debate and i yeah. don't think that that will have happened uh by the time that this debate is over yeah yeah. but uh i yeah i I, it'll be interesting because he does biden does have the most to lose having consistently held the lead in this election so if you've already seen the debate uh to heck with you but uh (laughs) that's what we think before
0: we've seen it yes and once again hello future people how is the future (laughs) is it nice are there flying cars yet Okay, so, you know, there are a couple of things that uh, connected to this debate as well as the tax returns. And uh, just a couple of observations along these lines in terms of Joe Biden and the Democrats. First uh-huh. of all, I wish the uh, the cable news people and Joe Biden would mention the zero taxes more often than they mention the $750 tax payment from 2017. Just a little bit of advice. Stick to the 10 out of 15 years in which he paid zero taxes. That's much more effective of an argument. But that said, I also believe that if Biden's going to go there tonight, he probably will. He should really focus more on how Trump is a financial and business failure who's using your taxpayer money to enrich his failing resorts and golf courses and so on, more so than the tax thing, because the tax thing... Donald Trump, and they're already wheeling this out all over Fox News Channel. I think Rudy Giuliani and Eric Trump and Don Jr. and all these people have been saying, well, you know, it's you, Joe Biden, and you, Hillary Clinton, and you, Democrats, you let us get away with this. So it's your fault. You're why we paid zero that's taxes. A, you're a bad parent. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if- I saw somebody
1: on Twitter said that Biden should open every answer with, well, Chris, that's the $750 question. Mm-hmm. That was genius. Whoever came
0: up with that one wins the internet for the day. That was good.
1: I I doubt that that happened, uh, people of the future, but uh, (laughs) uh, it was a fun thought anyway. Uh,
0: So just uh, for the sake of comparison, federal income taxes paid in the year 2017. Joe Biden, Uh $3.7 million in taxes. Kamala Harris, $516,000 in taxes for 2017. Bernie Sanders... $343,000 Three hundred forty-three thousand dollars in taxes for twenty seventeen. Elizabeth Warren two hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars in taxes. Donald Trump seven fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cheat, cheat, cheat. He does cheater. He he doesn't
1: pay. You know, he paid only a fraction of what Abe Lincoln paid, for that matter. Uh, and and Abe <laughs> Lincoln Christ. made like. Abe Lincoln made like two thousand dollars a year. Or right, something, right. You know? And that was the it beginning
0: was, of the income tax and, was under and, Abe and, Lincoln. And what Trump
1: has paid uh, is exponentially less than what other billionaires in his—I mm-hmm. hate to use the word class—pay. Yeah. Uh, so he's not even in line with other billionaires. For those of you who think he's doing this because he's smart, he's doing this because he's crooked. Yeah. And and this is going to mean more. You and I need to talk about the national security risk. I, I, all right. Americans need. All yeah. Americans need to know, but they won't care or pay attention or understand it, uh, to be quite honest, because they're busy with their lives and uh, they can't study it to the extent that, that others can. But uh, it, what's what will be meaningful, and for that matter, uh, you would think the American populace would be concerned about the deaths that you mentioned caused by Trump's desire to keep his businesses open. Yeah. Uh, these are important things that you and I and the people who are listening uh, want to discuss and need to discuss, must discuss, but it, it, these are not necessarily going to resonate with the American people. What will resonate with them is that he's not clever he's a cheat yeah and uh and when people look at the great biden ad that shows how much a teacher pays and how much a construction worker pays and how much a nurse pays in income taxes and then compares it to donald trump's 750 they're paying 10 times more than the president paid this will resonate with voters this will make people angry Mm -hmm. this will possibly make trump lose what support he has. Some of the support anyway.
0: And all of the accounting experts, experts who are looking at uh, 1040s, at Donald Trump's tax returns, they're all saying that this is above and beyond what any other one percenter would pay. Yes, and, and, and exactly. The, the, the loopholes exploited beyond anything that's, the one percent are uh, exploiting right now. That's Donald what Trump I was is, saying. Yeah, yeah, his accountants are really using every bit of the animal to get Donald Trump the <laughs> least amount of taxes owed, uh, and that's really, that's yeah.
1: why that's why he's under investigation by the IRS, and that's mm-hmm. why he may. Uh, there's a really, I think, a pretty good chance he will end up owing
0: 100 million dollars in back taxes. <laughs> Where do you think the leak came from, Buzz? I'm going to go with Deutsche Bank. My answer, my first answer, my first thought Could was be. someone at Deutsche Bank leaked the tax returns. Could that, be. Yeah.
1: It, it, all the times will say in its proper protection of its anonymous source uh, is that uh, they it was a person who had legal access to those tax returns.
0: Mm -hmm. And by the way, Donald Trump said his first remarks were that the uh, New York Times piece was uh, totally fake news, that it was made up, that it was Uh illegally obtained, which, by the way, those two things, uh, they can't go together. Typical. Again, he does this all the time. The yes. leak is real, but the news is fake. How right. can that possibly be in this plane <laughs> of existence? It can't That's, be those two things at the same it's, time.
1: It's metaphysically
0: absurd. <laughs> That's right. I mean, he's saying it's fake news. And then he tweets this, uh, what is a three-tweet thread In Uh which he's talking about the details. So these are my tax returns, he's saying. All sorts of uh, legally obtained information, only bad intent. I paid millions of dollars in taxes. So basically, it's fake news, but it's also real news. It's both. It's fake yes. and real. Oh, God damn it. No wonder the red hats are so batshit fucking crazy because they're constantly being yanked in two different directions by yeah. their orange messiah. Now, nah. it- nah,
1: the red hats are yanked in only one direction, and that's
0: toward the angry guy. No, it's <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. Yeah. It's
1: true. And yeah. they're, they're not going to come off of that position, at least a, a large. The ones who actually show up at his rallies in red hats, they're not moving. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're that. That large, insane group of people uh, will be with us through and beyond the election. Uh, good luck to us all, because we are going to have to deal with that. But we're also—they're also a political minority that we're going to defeat.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, speaking of his rallies, that calls to mind Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. that rally that—that uh-huh. uh, that actually killed Herman King. That rally was the beginning of the end for Mr. Brad Parscale and his fucking death star of disinformation.
1: Trump was pissed to see empty seats in that arena in Tulsa.
0: That's right. Oh, and he was, oh my God, Brad Parscale got arrested yesterday. Uh, and, And I just want to preface by saying this. I am gaining all kinds of schadenfreude delight out of this story. And maybe I, I shouldn't. There were a few people on Twitter yesterday who were saying, I shouldn't be so delighted by watching Brad Parscale get tackled to the ground. But I can't help it when I see fascists, when I see Donald Trump's very own Joseph Goebbels get tackled to the ground after he beat up his wife and fired off a uh, at least one round from one of his many guns... Uh, you know, and after enabling the Donald Trump administration, after potentially committing crimes, we're going to get to that in a second, I don't mind that he was tackled down. He wasn't killed. He wasn't seriously injured. There were no knees on his neck. He got well, tack- <laughs> he got tackled down just like any uh, suspect on the show Cops. <laughs> first, Back let me say,
1: he, he had reached into his pocket. At yeah. one point, and were he a black man, he would have been dead at that oh my point, God, or yeah. Or, yeah. S- or certainly tased or wounded. Yeah. Uh, so that that to consider, uh, he had posed apparently a threat to uh, his wife and to himself and to perhaps others. So uh, there was reason uh, for police to be concerned. I want to interject here, and you know, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but uh, suicide is a very serious problem, and he was uh, threatening to to. Could take his own life at a certain point, and and uh, we should never make light of that. What we can make light of, and I think you're on the right track here, yeah. Yeah. is the uh, cops' bad boys nature of of his arrest. Uh, the, the guns, the yes, guns, the yeah. shirt, the shirtless guy with his pants unzipped. Uh, right. the, 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 the crazy factor, the wife with cuts and bruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, this had all the elements of, of that kind of a story and, yeah. and, and there's certainly schadenfreude in seeing that exposed, in a guy who was considered the salvation of the Trump campaign mm-hmm. for uh, to, what, over two years. Yeah,
0: yeah, and trust me, I'm not minimizing any, know, any men- mental health issues that uh, Brad Parscale may or may not have. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, apparently, they were pretty certain that he was he was suicidal. Absolutely. I, I mean, there. I, I hate to parse this, but I mean, there's suicide, and then there's a suicidal gesture which I think are two separate things. So there is a little bit of, uh, you know... Yeah, I don't know. And we don't know.
1: Yeah. We, don't, we don't know the circumstances of the case. But I'll also say, uh, this is not the first man driven mad by Trump politics. <laughs> uh, so, That's true, yeah. So, so while I remain sensitive to mental illness and mental crises. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, I like I said, I don't mind the cops aspect of this. Uh, and and I, I just think uh, this is another example of Trump ruining someone's life.
0: That's right, because everything that Trump touches dies. I, I think that's the Rick Wilson <laughs> book, right, t- book right. title. Yeah, that's absolutely right, right. true. I mean, look at it this way. The past three Trump campaign managers are either in prison or they've been arrested. Uh-huh. So you're talking right. about uh, Brad Parscale, you're talking about Steve Steve Bannon and you're talking about Paul Manafort in fact those are the three successive campaign <laughs> managers for Donald Trump
1: they're, he knows how to pick them they're, they're all yeah only <laughs> only the
0: best people Bob yes, only the best people oh, oh my god yes this song for all of them all of them the rat bastards Meanwhile, but his, his yeah. arrest couldn't
1: have been more white trash, if I may use that term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and uh, so it absolutely fits the cop's profile.
0: Yeah. Candace Parscal says her husband, Brad, until recently Trump's campaign manager chambered around into a pistol during a heated exchange between the two. Police say she had bruises on her arm and face. Mm-hmm. She told Stratches. she told the cops that Brad hits her, quote unquote. Police had Brad Parscal involuntarily committed. So mm-hmm. there are more complications, and this may all be connected in together. There are many more complications for Brad Parscale. This may be the reason why he's wigging out in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Parscale is allegedly under investigation for stealing $40 million from the Trump campaign and an oh, additional yeah. $10 million from the RNC. Totally believe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Campaign Legal Center, meanwhile, which is a nonpartisan watchdog, is accusing the Trump campaign of laundering $170 million. I mean, (laughs) lots of use of the word million in today's show uh, for a very, very good reason. Yeah, the Campaign Legal Center, it's a nonpartisan campaign finance watchdog group, filed a complaint with the FEC on Tuesday, accusing the Trump campaign of laundering 170 million through numerous companies, some with connections to former Trump campaign manager uh, Brad Parscal. Uh, the Trump campaign and Trump uh, Trump Make America Great Again committee disguise nearly 170 million dollars of campaign spending by laundering the funds through firms the complaint claims it adds that the firms are headed by Trump's recent campaign manager Brad Parscal and/or created by Trump campaign lawyers. Brad Parscal is going to prison for a long time. If he or, does, if he doesn't, you, he's going broke because I think Trump and the RNC are gonna sue him.
1: Or do you think people are just saying these things because he's driving a Porsche that was paid for by the Trump campaign. <laughs> That's also I, it's possible. hard to yeah. it's hard to tell. It really is hard it to is, tell it is
0: it is and he did take a lot of money. But then again, campaign managers come on and I think the way they organize their fee is they take a percentage of the overall ad buy. At least that's the way it used to work. So I'm wondering if Brad Pascal was taking a percentage of the $1 billion that was being pumped into the Death Star that he was running in Roslyn, he started- Virginia.
1: He started spending Trump's money on campaign ads long, long, long before it was even close to being necessary.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: and and it's really paid off for him, hasn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. And make no mistake, this is the kind of guy who is absolutely going to flip. He is going to flip on everyone around That's him. That's what I'm wondering. Because yeah. he doesn't have a lot of experience in this milieu. He, he, <laughs> no, he, he comes he from T-shirts. On- <laughs> yes, he comes from online media merch sales this is not his normal uh, uh pool to be swimming in this is a dangerous dangerous game that he's playing and he's been arrogant about it he's uh, obviously enabled a lot of uh, the disinformation that's being pumped into social media probably still sure. being pumped in by the trump campaign to this day if you look at their oh, top yeah. what is it the top 10 most clicked on pages on uh, Facebook right now, they're all right-wing, uh, like the oh, Daily geez. Wire, Ben Shapiro types. <laughs> this so, is why I don't look. <laughs> yeah, It's very, very painful to see that coming down. Really pisses me off. In fact, I'm at the point now where I maybe look at Facebook once or twice a day just to post my own shit, and then I bail yeah. out of Facebook.
1: It used yeah, to I be- have to apologize to yeah. a lot of my Facebook friends, because I, and honestly, I've been so busy working yeah. so constantly on Uh, Covering so much news Mm -hmm. That I I don't have a time To even peruse my own page As much anymore Yeah, Uh, I I do try to check in enough To sort of police it as necessary But uh, mostly I I just haven't been able To uh, be as in touch With my Facebook friends uh, Because I've been so swamped So I do yeah. have been somewhat absent lately I post what I have to post And then I go away
0: Yeah, we're kind of in the same boat on that, Buzz Because I'm so seldom on Facebook that I feel bad I haven't been keeping up with Messenger I mean, I know there's a bunch of messages in there waiting for me Stacking up for days and days and days, so days many, that I've replied to. Yeah. So
1: many So many love notes from me
0: Yeah <laughs> Right. I tried desperately to respond to all of your love notes, Buzz, and I'm so sorry. I hope,
1: you do very well. Yeah, we're, li-
0: we're like Trump and Kim Jong-un
1: in that way. <laughs> we'll always... We'll always be pen pals.
0: That's right. Okay, now that we've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back in our everyday autumn groove such that it is. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice, and before you know it, the leaves are going to start changing color. In fact, they're already starting to change color here in the D.C. area. With so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. But with Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes visibly reduce wrinkles fine lines and under eye bags in just minutes Plexiderm even works on laugh lines number 11s and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. It is Photoshop in a can. The results are gonna last for hours, so you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a plastic surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your family. You can try a six-pack application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you. Bob Seska! Massachusetts. This is the uh, Gypsy Moths song called We Can't Go Home from their Wollaston Theater EP. Link in the description at com to support the Gypsy Moths. We're going to play a lot more of these guys too coming up in the uh, forthcoming months and years.
1: they they're wicked good.
0: Yeah, they are. Holy shit, we are going to end with a bang on the Indie Music Countdown. Today we have heard the uh, number 2 song and the uh-huh. number 1 song. Sorry, oh spoilers. My. Yeah. Yeah, so oh my. I feel honored. <laughs> right. Well, you know, normally we just play them in the same order that they appeared on the show. So there's no there's no favorites on the Indie Music Countdown. It's not literally a countdown of songs one being better than the other. Uh, no, we just play them all in order because we're all equal, aren't we? Sure.
1: Well, we because, because we like to number things. <laughs> <That's
0: right. laughs> I'm obsessed. Uh, okay, so Channel 4 in the UK acquired yes. a, a huge campaign data leak showing... Voter suppression of black people in 2017 by the Mm -hmm. Trump campaign, thanks to Cambridge Analytica for providing all of this uh, information. This is a staggering report where they were trying to deliberately suppress black voters by maintaining a database of nearly 200 million voters inside the United States. The leak revealed that the campaign compiled data on nearly 200 million voters and divided them up into eight different categories. One category titled Deterrence Uh listed 3.5 million black voters. You know, people who are making lists You kind of, especially people with fascist tendencies, you kind of want to be careful with those people. Yeah. The leak shows that the campaign disproportionately targeted black voters in its deterrence strategy aimed at lowering voter turnout among likely supporters of the Democratic nominee, then Hillary Clinton. More than 60% of people on the list in Georgia were black, for example, even though black people are around one third of the state population. So and there. His,
1: Hispanic Hispanics and Asians uh, and other races also made the
0: list. Yeah, black people made up 40% or 46% of the deterrence list in North Carolina even though they make up just 22% of the population. In Wisconsin, gee, wonder what happened in Wisconsin. Black voters made up uh, 17% of the deterrence list, even though just 5.4% of the state's population is black. So you get a sense of uh, how they're being targeted. And of course, black voters were also being targeted by Russia with disinformation, whether it was during right. the Democratic primary with Hillary and Bernie or whether it was during the general election.
1: Now, that's from the deterrence list and from that same Channel 4 investigation. uh, Let me just read you this one short paragraph. Trump's digital campaign called Project Alamo and based in San Antonio involved a team from the now-defunct British company Cambridge Analytica working with a team from the Republican National Committee. Two senior members of the Cambridge Analytical team are working on the Trump 2020 campaign. Good God. Cambridge Analytica is on board with the current Trump campaign, and they have this list. That's You're you, you were wondering the source of it. That's where they got all these names is from mm-hmm. Cambridge Analytica.
0: Uh, the Trump campaign has denied, shocker, that it targeted black voters. Brad Parscale is quoted here. He told PBS with 100% certainty, he said... That the campaign, quote, did not run any campaigns that targeted even African-Americans. That, uh, of course, means that he absolutely did target African-Americans, because everything they say, you accept the obvious as being the truth. So that's the case. And in fact, that applies to the debate that's happening. Future people, only you will know, uh, only you wh- know. <laughs> whether or not Donald Trump was on drugs or whether Joe Biden had an earpiece. <sighs> These For many all- of you, yeah. we are from the past. <laughs> So, uh, finally, one last thing here I want to squeeze into the free portion of the show today. Another Trump official is ignoring the courts. We already knew... That Chad mm-hmm. Wolf was ignoring the Supreme Court, in fact, when it comes to DACA applicants, where right. they're only renewing DACA applications per the Supreme Court orders, uh, but they're not accepting new ones in defiance of the Supreme Court. Well, now we heard that uh, Wilbur Ross, the 108-year-old man, Wilbur Ross, the Commerce mm-hmm. Secretary, announced that the 2020 census is going to end on October 5th. Despite a federal judge's ruling that allows the count to continue until October 31st, Uh, U.S. District Court Judge Lucy Coe said she was disturbed that despite the court's order, census supervisors have told field workers to wrap up data collection early.
1: She can do something with that uh, feeling of disturbance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point, shouldn't there be U.S. Marshals involved? I mean... It's a technicality. They've found a
1: way to get around uh, the law. I mean, to be completely honest here... uh, uh, they, they're not technically violating the judge's order. They are getting around it, and the fact that the judge is disturbed, she could engage if she wanted to law enforcement. Although I doubt that would be necessary. I think there are uh, gentler steps the judge can take that would be uh, uh, punitive and corrective. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it certainly defies the spirit of the judge's order, and the judge uh, a little pissed about that. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to piss off a judge who's issued an order. So this isn't over yet. Uh, like I said they're really they're not defying the order otherwise they federal marshals might be moving in they' they found a, a way to skirt around it yeah. uh, but but in a way that uh, violates the intent of the judge's order and uh, it sounds like she's in a mood to correct
0: that yeah, exactly the honor system dictates that you go by the spirit of the ruling and yes, what they're doing uh-huh. is what Donald Trump always does finds little loopholes and then exploits the loopholes and turns them into kool-aid man-sized gaps in the system that he just parades right on through when,
1: when you're a star they let you do it that's,
0: that's right oh god well uh one more thing here that's actually just a little bit a little like, bit of p- positive news
1: yeah like colombo just one more thing
0: <laughs> no john durham interim report apparently no indictments oh. before the election this this take this with a grain of salt the size of your head this bit of information because this comes to us from maria bartiromo uh, Lando Calrissian's co-pilot from Return of the Jedi, by the way. yeah, She uh, p- tweeted this yesterday, apparently with a couple of sources. So I take this as a good sign if it actually uh, comes true, if this uh, recording and- is actually true. Yeah. And people of the
1: future, let us know how the Mike Flynn hearing went today because uh, that dude appears <laughs> headed for prison. Yeah. So stay tuned for that and other developments. <laughs>
0: all right. Buzz Burbank, news and comment every Thursday. It's the best hour of news you're going to oh, get all man. week. You want to dial in this week because...
1: It's a roller coaster. It's a, it's a It'll take you up. It'll throw you down. It'll take you up again. It's a wild ride.
0: I say the best hour of news. It's going to be 12 hours
1: this week. I, I get the feeling, <laughs> oh, given the capacity
0: no. of the fire of, of news. No, man. BuzzBurbank.com, also RealmNetwork.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Meanwhile, the uh, post-mortem show is coming up next. We're going to keep on yeah. talking as soon as this music stops playing, and that's what we call the post-mortem show. We put it up on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Show. If you sign up for $5 a month, you get two post-mortem shows a week every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you sign up for a little more, though, if you sign up at $10 a month, we're going to give you uh, the Friday after party, too. So you get two post-mortem shows, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, Plus, the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson talking sex, drugs, rock and roll, and politics. Yeah. Again, that's slash Bob Seska Show. And uh, meanwhile, make sure to support all of your favorite sexy liberal programs of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, sexyliberal.com. Five star ratings and reviews for all of your favorite podcasts. Thank you for doing that, and including this show. I don't know, I, I sometimes fail Please. to mention that, but if. If, you're, if you got it, a couple extra minutes during a commercial break during the uh, debate tonight, future people, uh, <laughs> make sure to go over to uh, iTunes or Apple, what do they call it now? Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever we you get your podcasts. Give us a five star rating and review, why don't you? Always, yeah. always, always helps, especially because I think I'm going to be attacked by trolls any minute now.
1: Really? <laughs> and,
0: and we'll talk about that on the post mortem show coming up next. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> See you over there, folks. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Now that you've said goodbye to summer, it's time for things to get back to our everyday autumn groove. Everything is flavored with pumpkin spice, of course. And before you know it, the leaves will start changing color. With so much changing around us, it's increasingly difficult to find that extra time just for you. The time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, too. Number 11s, whatever that is, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. And by the way, the results are going to last for hours, so you can take the family apple picking and look your best the whole damn time. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and costs less than a round of pumpkin spice lattes for you and your friends. You can try a six-application trial for just fourteen ninety-five with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com or call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit triplexiderm.com or call 800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES at checkout. Thank you.